0: this podcast is made possible by all our backers on patreon if you want to support it's super effective you can head over to patreon.com slash it's super effective by becoming a patreon you not only support the show but you get a lot of cool rewards like stickers or our exclusive access to our slack channel where you can chat and trade and battle with other trainers that also listen to it's super effective if you enjoy what you're listening to and you want to keep enjoying what you're listening to head over to patreon.com slash it's super effective and support the show If not, no big deal. These episodes will always be free, but we would appreciate any support if you can. Thanks, and enjoy the episode. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 192nd episode of the Pokemon Podcast. My name is SBJ, and with me today, I have the lovely Will.
1: And since this episode will only be 190 seconds, I have to talk really quick. So I had a really nice weekend, and it's nice to hear from everybody. Uh, I hope you have a good week. Bye.
0: Perfect. Record time. Speaking of record time, we have Travis here. 190 seconds.
1: We only have 190 seconds. Go, 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 go. Right, it's the hundred and ninety second episode.
2: Oh, I get it now. You're too slow, Travis. <laughs> oh, I get it now. I get it now. I get it now. That's good.
1: That that's that's really good. That's almost to Wheeler levels,
2: isn't it? You're you're hitting wheelie proportions. Do I not get an introduction? <laughs> I did. I did. Get it. I guess, I guess, we all know what's going on we we've heard this one before i think
0: you're really throwing off now aren't you because
1: i stole the pun i got the pun this week
2: uh travis is here that's true when this uh when we were about to start the skype call that we're recording for this episode uh I made a "my body is ready" joke, uh, at which point Will thought it, Will decided to point out that's a really really old meme. So I thought I would just list off some old memes. Remember, uh, remember this is Sparta. Remember that one? Yeah. We got we got a lot of mileage out of that one. <laughs> remember? Oh, really? It's quite an old one. Oh, Shoop man. de whoop. Short lived, but. Uh, burned fast and bright remember uh remember doing it for the lulls don't remember that one people were seriously into that one for a while people would people would use doing it for the lulls as if it were their own personal philosophy for that was a that was a strange period remember youtube poops remember those no that i've Um, never heard of I'm you a gotta big, go back into the into the meme history.
0: Big fan of, and I'm willing for it to come back. Uh, the Rafflecopter,
2: Rafflecopter was great. Oh, remember this one is just coming back to me. Remember, and this one, what you know, I said that Shoop to Whoop was burned fast and bright. But do you remember the world's most photogenic man? Uh, yep. Uh, do you remember that? <laughs> was it- Will. Is it? Is, do all three of us remember this? I don't know. He was like running. Yeah, there. I think it was. It wasn't. It was some marathon. It was one. Of, it was like a marathon, and a photographer just wanted to take a picture of people running, and just happened to catch this one dude uh, in just. Oh, I do remember that. The one. most smiley, beautiful pose, and he was like a celebrity for like a week. He was, was like um, after twelve miles too, and he was like still looking yeah. good. Yeah. They invited him on morning shows and stuff. That was that was a meme dream.
1: <laughs> uh, but if you want prehistoric memes, I mean, I can take us all the way back to the 90s where there was that guy in Turkey who like built his own website that was a photo gallery of pictures of himself. And it was like because he wanted to date and he had like really broken English on the site and just these rotating photos of himself shirtless and etc lost on you guys because you were both like eight
2: (laughs) around the same around the same time period do you remember the it was like a like 13 year old kid made a website basically for the same purpose and when you'd go there just the the background would be of like a like a palm tree scene with like a beach there'd just be like a school a small school photo jpeg of him and then a voice would autoplay and say hello my future girlfriend this is what I sound like. If you would like to contact me, please PM me on Yahoo Chat. You remember nice.
1: that one? That was mm. a good one. <laughs> what? That's part of my cough. Oh, man. Um, These are some old memes. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. How's about. Uh,
2: <laughs> How did, long are we going to do this? In his
1: parents' basement. <laughs> Our uh, 190
2: minutes? seconds are up, folks. And he did like the, <laughs> like, <laughs> the
1: <laughs> Romanian song. What was it? Oh, no. <laughs>
0: Did the dance. My yes. <laughs> do you remember that? <laughs> You're really good at that, man.
2: Do we do we remember uh, that Eurovision uh, entry that was a meme for a while? Uh, uh, Genghis Khan's Moscow? Moscow, Moscow. I don't remember that, no. I
1: think you are so deep in the memes. Yeah, Travis, that, really like, you really went down a. You have ones that we don't like. A
2: dark <laughs> rabbit like hole.
1: Casual meme observers do not <laughs> indulge in.
2: I mean, I thought this was a poke meme podcast.
1: Poke memes. Oh what God. poke memes are out there? Um.
2: We oh got slowpoke. You uh, got the slowpoke meme. That, yeah but no, nah, i mean
1: there's better ones
2: like that than that there was uh for a while like goomy is a god or whatever was like a big deal right um, when that gen got run
0: into up. the ground re- if you could take any gen six pokemon that got run into the ground pretty oh, yeah. instantly it's it was oh. goomy
1: no 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 diggers Bido.
2: oh <sighs> yeah i forgot it's about that round now nah, that holds up no, it
1: does. <laughs> Batman is the worst thing ever to come on this planet, and just involving <laughs> him with Pokemon makes everything
0: bad. Shofu? I think that was Shofu. Yeah, it was. Boy, we burned that in the ground, too.
2: I uh, think this episode has already become an old meme.
0: That's good. Uh, uh, before we get into our show for you guys today, I asked, um, I sent out a survey about a week ago. On the old survey monkey. And I asked a couple questions, I just want to go over a couple of them, just to kind of set expectations, I guess, for, not really for you guys, but mostly for Travis and Will
2: and I. That I'm never, that I'm never going to be on the show again. That I yeah, ever- this, is, this is where we
0: break up with Travis, you keep, keep your podcast app open, you don't want to miss what's next. Uh, podcasters hate them, Travis Wheeler. <laughs> the first question was, how do you listen to It's Super Effective? About With seven, my ears. 70% of you said you use iTunes, which is what I kind of figured. And we have about 20% in The Other. The most popular response in Other is Podcast Addict, which I believe is a very popular Android app. And other, Some other people said uh, Pocket Cast, which I heard is a great app. I think it's for both... Uh, iOS and Android and then there was overcast and some other stuff. Then we got 6% use SoundCloud directly and then 3% use Stitcher. Stitcher's way down. I don't know what Stitcher did. Stitcher used to be a very popular app but they've dropped the ball recently. How long have you listened to it super effective? Uh we have about 12% of our audience listening over 5 years. 13 percent listening for about four years 34 percent listening for about two to three years 32 percent just this past year and 10 percent um, are new listeners so welcome new listeners
2: welcome that's that's interesting that's cool to know
0: yeah it's a it's a real weird statistic but um, yeah. I mean, we, we've hit, we've had it before where we've had like I feel like super fans that would email in weekly or tweet at us daily or and then they just disappear. I miss them. And then new super fans replace them. So
1: Well, true. But I always want, like, just more super fans in quantity.
0: (laughs) Uh, This was my favorite statistic. Uh, What is your favorite part of the podcast? I had news, Pokemon of the Week, off topic, TCG talk, video game talk, and anime slash movie talk. And they were, uh, spoiler, they were randomized for people. So it wasn't looking like I was taking priority over a certain topic.
2: Mm Mm-hmm um i don't know that that's what a spoiler is continue (laughs)
0: uh the favorite part of the podcast is the off topic by a landslide so what you're saying is let's get some more memes going (laughs)
2: we need some more memes fire
1: up that great dan deacon song (laughs) meme generator and let's go
2: we need to talk about um, we need to we, talk about all your base is where we, we need, need to talk
0: about Star Wars kid. the, the rickroll here
3: Travis
2: <laughs> do all your base belong to us they do uh, main screen turn on someone set up us the bomb it's you how are you gentlemen what's sad is he has this memorized
1: <laughs> he's not reading it from anything
2: it, I'm not <laughs> I, it's not the right order. I think it starts with... Uh, well, it starts with... It's like in 20XX had Begun or something like that. And then it's... Uh, uh, we we get signal. Main screen, turn on. It's you. How are you, gentlemen? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the rest. You're going to have to cut out a lot of this meme. All these no, meme dreams. No,
0: we're keeping it all. Uh, so... so Favorite part of the podcast by landslide was us getting off topic, which is reassuring nonetheless, because I think, <laughs> I think we like to get off topic, and sometimes Travis is the one who puts his foot down to try to reel it back in.
2: Or other times, I just insist about talking about old memes for 20 minutes.
0: <laughs> yeah, Travis is very, he's, he's very wishy-washy on this, but boy, can I get off topic. Who well, if you start talking
2: me? about Destiny, I'm going to put my foot down immediately.
0: <laughs> That's true. I've been playing a lot of Fallout 4, though. You prove yeah, of
2: that? Same. I have never played any of the Fallout games, despite being a huge Elder Scrolls fan. I've never You're,
0: you're not missing much. Mm. <laughs> it's literally the same game except with a gun. Mm. Let's see here. Uh second most popular favorite part was video game talk. Um and no one's favorite part was the CCG talk, so I'm very sorry. CCG
1: oh. talk or TCG talk?
0: TCG, trading card mm. game talk.
1: I mean, it's hard without the pictures. That's, That's why true. the TCG stuff does so well on YouTube.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Uh, that doesn't mean we're we're going to... None of this means we're making drastic changes at the show. I think we have a very good balance of Pokemon to off-the-topic ratio in the show. Um, we
2: certainly have this time with 100% off-topic. And, and <laughs> No, no, no. I
1: think because I am actually literally currently playing Pokemon right now, we're good.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I see. Okay. But that's not to say we're not going to like ever talk about the TCG or we're continuing to cover TCG news uh, (laughs) because there's only so much news in the week, folks. (laughs) Interesting here is, are you a Patreon backer? This was just to see Patreon versus non-Patreon who is actually submitting in the survey. Um, And for me to go more in depth with these statistics, but uh, 40% Patreon backers answered. Obviously, the people who back our Patreon are... More of the hardcore fans that they're willing to give us a dollar a month. Very hardcore. And then, if you do math, 60% were not Patreon backers. Um, And then, the personality you would like to see back on the show by a landslide, no one even came close to competing was Irene. Uh, People Mm. really want her back. Irene and I have been talking about doing some more like movie things where we watch a movie and then we recap it. Um, Fun. Yeah, so that's kind of simple. It'll sound great because we're both in the same room. Once you have like two people in the same room and you Skype somebody in, it's very hard to control that audio situation. So, and plus, like, if we're talking about Destiny Deoxys and you haven't seen the movie, you might skip the episode, which hopefully you don't, but it might encourage you to watch Destiny Deoxys, then listen to the podcast to get your max enjoyment out of it. So, that's something that I'm hoping to do in the future, especially with Thanksgiving coming up. This is, this, and this is the last statistic we'll talk about um, here, but the one that kind of aggravated me. So SurveyMonkey lets us do 100 responses for free before I have to pay. That's fine. I think 100 is fine just to get a general grasp of the audience. Have you reviewed us in iTunes? 44% said yes. 55% said no. That 55% made up of about 50 people. 50 people have clearly stated that they have not reviewed us in iTunes. What are you folks doing? We're 20 reviews away from being at 500 reviews. You took the time to take a survey. I even provided an iTunes link in the survey. (laughs) Come on, throw me a bone here. Uh, I give you guys an hour a week of my mediocre yeah i was gonna voice. say
2: what are your what services are you providing <laughs> now? i'm asking
0: for two minutes of your time to review <sighs> us on itunes i know itunes is a dreadful program don't get me oh, wrong it's, it's awful it was just... way better in 2006 and it only got worse year after year but uh <laughs> but just trudge through the mire of of uh itunes and make your way
2: to it's super effective
0: we got some. Do you have any feedback or suggestions from the show? A lot of people. I'm just reading a couple here. You guys are great. Keep up the the episodes. Uh, I, some some say so said I've continued to listen to the podcast even though I no longer have time uh, or the will to play Pokemon. Great job. Uh, somebody said more item of the week. Somebody said bring back team of the week. Oh yeah. Do you have any? Do you have any feedback or suggestions for the show? No. That was a very popular response. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, keep, uh, enjoy, keep on enjoying doing the show. No greater on show. Uh, get Togepi Lover on. Somebody said possibly longer episodes, and there was a comment right after, possibly shorter episodes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, we're making the 192nd episode right now, so I guess we're satisfying one of those two requests. Uh, That's the, the shortest it can ever be. Yeah. Uh
0: keep doing what you're doing. Love to see uh, uh my favorite is when you guys on the show are legitimately excited about a new Pokemon game or when Organs was released. Uh we were very excited for that. Um keep having fun with yourselves. Uh would love to see another Kickstarter, which is a weird but okay comment. Um I'm down with another kick I'm down with asking for more money. Uh, <laughs> uh somebody said Pidgeot! Pidgeot! That was that's a
2: meme if anything. That that's yeah. quite an old meme. That's before I was even on this that was show. Like episode that's like old that meme is. 16 maybe? Oh, uh, I would guess a little earlier. Wasn't that just you and Aaron? It might have been just Aaron and I, yeah. It's in the title
0: of the episode if you're looking for that. I one. think
2: it is just called <laughs> Yeah,
0: I, I do think so. Uh somebody's asking for uh maybe some tutorials for new players, competitive strategy beyond builds, maybe more breeding. Awesome, keep up the group. Alright,
2: so here, so here's the... Here's the MLG strat. You catch a Dunsparce. <laughs> and you get... And I think Dunsparce is only... Dunsparce's only non-hidden ability is Serene Grace, but that might be wrong. But get one with Serene Grace. You teach a Thunder Wave. And you teach a Headbutt. And you put a Focus sash on there it's gonna survive that first hit you put you <laughs> put on that thunder wave then you actually know this doesn't work because you would have to be faster for the headbutt flinch chance to even matter
0: so just don't do any of that. you would be faster once the thunder wave went down You'd that's, always true. Be faster.
2: that's true yeah yeah so you just have to so you put the thunder wave and then you headbutt and you just you just keep doing that and hope you don't <laughs> get hit and then You're- you just win
0: and you're screwed as once they switch out.
2: Yeah, it, well, I mean, <laughs> unless you predict the switch. Unless, out. unless you get the headbutt flinch chance, or or right, or if you, or if you no, because then they would be faster than you. It's, you know, you it's, have to, you have to have really great MLG instincts to pull it uh, off. If it's a one-on-one fight, <laughs> <laughs> you have a real solid chance.
0: That's not even true. <laughs> Can it learn confuse ray? Right? Is that a thing too? I'm sure it Probably. can. Maybe. Oh, you know what
1: it can learn? Yawn. Oh, OP. there you
0: go. Op, uh, very op. I believe though, if it falls, you just gotta asleep,
2: survive those two turns.
0: It would get rid of the thunder wave. Um, I mm-hmm. stay. For, I come for the banter. I stay for the Pokemon. More pizza talk. Uh, in the four-ish years I've been listening, this is my current cast so far. I feel like most Pokemon slash gaming podcasts tend to line between crude and pretentious. Y'all are generally likable and make Pokemon what it always seemed to always meant to be fun. Thank you for your hard work. I'm sure that goes into it. I came for the Pokemon. I stayed because of the people.
1: Oh, the secret is I am both crude and pretentious. (laughs) Horrible, horrible monster. Uh,
0: Somebody said more coverage on the TCG side.
1: (laughs) Yes, okay. So if somebody... I got at at Pokemon League yesterday, the promotion card I got for doing all my battles was a Flabebe. And in the background of the Flabebe card, and this is the one that has the attack is Wish, there's an image of something happening in the sky that the Flabebe is reacting to. Can somebody please tell me what that image
0: is? I thought it was like a like legendary Pokemon like Arceus or something?
1: Uh, It looked kind of like Landorus, but then some other feedback I got was that it was uh, Mewtwo battling somebody else in the sky, which is potentially could be because there were a lot of Mewtwos in the latest TCG set. Huh. Right? Weren't there like 20 Mewtwos in the latest TCG yeah, release? Yeah, there's
0: way too many Mewtwos. Yeah, I also heard it might have been Mewtwo. Right. I just oh, wait, was well, watching uh, your conversations uh, on Twitter. Uh,
1: enough, enough TCG talk. We've filled our quota. <laughs>
0: I would, I would, whoever wrote this comment, and I can't see because it's anonymous, but somebody says, please have regular hosts with good microphones and pop filters. Higher quality, nice would be mics would be nice too. SBJ's audio sounds good, but not at anyone else's. I'm curious if that's like the guests that we have on that are not Travis or Will, because Travis has uh, a really good mic.
2: I think it's just an issue of recording over Skype. It could um, be.
0: And I'm thinking of about switching to a different program, but um, you know, the only problem with ever switching to a different audio program like TeamSpeak or whatever. Um, and I, I don't plan on te- switching to team speak at all, but when you get guests on, like, let's say we ever get Marilyn back on or Joe from Serebii, you have to, ex- everyone has Skype. Mm-hmm. It's very maybe easy to we say. Just,
2: maybe we just do Skype for ones where we're having a new guest on or, and we right. do team well, speak or whatever. For so the regular. I have
1: something we can try, but you and you, Steve, you and I can talk about it. I don't know how it would affect your ability to record.
0: Yeah, we might be thinking of the same program, but we can talk about that after the show. Um, but what I'm hearing right now through my, my headphones, because I listen to myself and to you guys talk, uh, you both sound really good right now. And obviously, I wouldn't have started the recording. You, before recording, we usually go, all right, my, Travis, turn up your mic. We'll get closer. Like We we go through that normally. And sometimes like you, they could be referring to the people who were our Kickstarter backers who got on, because that was... That's kind of like a crapshoot of like, all right, like you paid to be on, totally cool, you're supporting the show, we want to give you your reward of you being on, because I know a lot of people who love listening to podcasts, they want to be on the podcast they love to listen to, I'm totally the same way, but we can't like provide that person with a very nice mic.
1: Yeah, and if people are complaining about me, I'm actually planning on getting a better mic soon if anybody knows of any black friday deals for for microphones send them my way so
0: yeah the take advantage pro tip for anyone getting into podcasting too the yeti microphone is very great sounds really good it has multiple audio settings it's pretty affordable usually on black friday it's around 70 dollars. it's really really great price for it it goes on sale from time to time i think regularly it's 150 but i'll be watching out for will and everyone but the yeti mic Very fantastic. If you want to go super crazy, the Yeti Pro is also great. It's 250. It has an XLR port on the bottom. I don't know if that mat. It usually doesn't matter for Skype podcasting. And since most... Since a podcast is usually like 128K, even if you get like the Yeti Pro, yeah, you're going to sound great, but that compression of just being in podcast form, no one's going to recognize that. Like At a certain point... (laughs) A higher quality mic is just going to sound just as good as like a Yeti. Not that the Yeti sounds bad. The Yeti sounds great. But if you're getting into podcasting, the Yeti is great. My only, only complaint about the Yeti is it's super heavy. It's one of the heaviest mics I've ever used. And that makes it very hard to put it on like a stand if you want to prop it. Um, Most stands can support it, but usually uh, over a couple months, that stand just gets weighted down. I mean, Um, it's so
2: heavy because of all the kilobits.
0: That's right. The other problem with the...
2: All the, the bites you're carrying in there. The, the other problem rates.
0: with the Yeti Pro is it only has one um, shock mount for it. And the shock mount itself is $80, which is ridiculously expensive for a shock mount. And it's the only one that fits it. Uh, any uh, Obviously, a pop filter, it doesn't matter because a pop filter just goes in front. So you can pick any pop filter you want. But um, those are the two flaws is it's heavy and the shock mount is very expensive. Um, the problem with putting the Yeti right on the desk and not on an arm is if you're ever setting down like um, your cup of water or anything, it's possible it can pick that up. Early days when I was in podcasting, I would put it on like a mouse pad and then I would put like a blanket or like a towel underneath the mouse pad or above the mouse pad, just depending on just a lot of things going on. Just don't drink ever during a podcast because that's um, that makes sense.
1: And, you know, actually, for one thing, I don't understand people who, like, are concerned about the audio quality of the podcasters as long as you can understand the words. But that's one thing I know people do complain about a lot. And the second thing that people complain about a lot is, like, the sound of eating and drinking in recorded audio. For some reason, that really sets a lot of people on edge.
0: yeah. I would say so, that bothers me i, I would say I'm a,
1: well,
2: i'm gonna go have some Doritos right now hold on <laughs> uh, you're gonna you're gonna switch to your onboard laptop microphone and start eating some Doritos nice. no i i underst- I understand people's um desire for for high audio quality in in shows because it can be very um grating on the ears to hear the things that like for example uh sometimes skype will do where s sounds it'll sort of make this almost buzzing sound every time someone does it and it's made me hyper aware of all of the s sounds that i'm saying in these sentences which is a lot
0: (laughs) yeah one point i i had a microphone because i was trying new mics um and i bought a microphone and you guys told me that you could hear me like swallow (laughs) (laughs) and i got like and the the audio recording didn't pick it up because I have it set at a certain decimal level to record so we don't mm-hmm. spike out anything. But I had to return that mic because I was so self conscious about like you guys being mm-hmm. able to hear like me swallow even though it wasn't getting picked up on the recording. Um, I'm very happy with the mic I use now. I use an AT twenty twenty plus. But I might be switching that anyways too to a different setup, but that's here nor there. I mean like at a certain point in the day, we try to provide as best as quality as possible um the hard part is the the podcast that you're listening to uh, i'll use giant bomb for example like their podcast is three hours long every week it sounds fantastic the difference is they're literally sitting in a studio looking at each other yeah and they have professional audio people there and like i do all the audio editing i i try to make sure everyone sounds good but we're doing it over skype so At a certain point, like if we're 30 minutes in and Travis's mic all of a sudden goes staticky, like we can re-record it or we can go with it or like we don't know if it's going to come back or go away or we don't know what caused it. But I think from episode one to now, there's a drastic change in audio quality and I think it's for the better. And I would be I would argue with anyone to say find a better Pokemon podcast that sounds as good or better than ours. I don't think you're going to find it because of our voices
2: there are a lot of shows there are a lot of pokemon shows that have like they'll you know, have like six people on each episode they'll all be using like up microphones and talking over each other
0: <laughs>
2: i like to keep it at three four is good too but mm-hmm. remember that episode it was was it i think
0: you're thinking of a midwest gaming classic episode
2: that one, that one is rough too. But but there was a the, episode sixty nine, which is a lot of people's favorite, and it is a great episode. Weren't there like fifteen people on that show? Or something? <laughs> I think there was. might have been like eight, eight. Because so. like I think both Wills were on it. Nope, I had nothing oh. to
0: do with that. No, Will didn't come in until after one hundred. No,
2: 82. 82. That was that was at the point where I was still in college, and and the point in college when I was living in the dorms and I couldn't record in my own dorm room because um, my roommates were loud so I would I would go to a classroom on campus that would just be empty because it was at night when we would record and so I remember people would walk by as I would just be laughing my butt off at the nonsense that we were saying And if you look in I'm just sitting there with headphones, a computer, and there's no one around me, and I'm laughing like someone just said the funniest <laughs> thing, but there is no one around.
0: That's amazing. Oh man, the good old days. I kind of want to go back and listen. I, it's hard for me to listen to the earlier episodes, but if you guys can do it, you know, props to you. A um, couple more responses here, then we'll take a break, and then we'll actually talk about Pokemon. I mean, we kind of we're talking directly about the podcast. You can't fault us for that. Maybe you can.
2: If you put a disclaimer at the beginning, you're like, for the first hour and a half, we just talk about old <laughs> memes and this podcast. Uh, <laughs> not into that. Get to
0: <laughs> deal with it. Um, uh, no feedback. Just thanks a ton. Look forward to the podcast every week. Keep doing, what you're, keep doing what you're doing. Somebody else literally said right after, keep doing what you're doing, except it's with question marks. I'm not sure if. They we're working together. More Togepi Lover. Destiny Plus Cheesecake is the best. It's great. Loved SBJ's adventure in the X and Y series. I would love to hear SBJ Will or Travis document their journey through another older Pokemon game in a similar way. Hope this returns for Pokemon Z2. As Pokemon
2: in... Z two, we even <laughs> had Pokemon Z1. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: nice catch.
2: Nice catch.
0: Would love to hear more theme show, like Pokemon Urban Legends or Misconceptions. Great as is. Not really. Just keep covering all aspects of the Pokemon franchise. More interviews would be awesome. Uh, a little more positivity on Pokemon in general, please.
2: <laughs> that's that's fair. I, I I think it's fair to say that most of us were disappointed by Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, which like we don't have a lot of control over. I mean, I could... I could pretend that I love those games. <laughs> I think I mean I we were
0: want to see that. I think we were all the probably the most positive the show was was when X and Y came out and That's, Those games are great. Yeah, they're fantastic and Pokémon Origins shortly followed those those four episodes were fantastic. Yeah. So I mean, you're going to go up and down and especially since we've been doing this for 5 years, you're going to have low points and you're going to have high points. It's like a relationship.
2: And you know I, I understand the, the criticism of, you know, why am I listening to a Pokemon podcast when they don't even like the newest one? And I mean, I like Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, but in terms of a Pokemon game, it was disappointing for me. um But I at least personally, I wouldn't feel very good being sort of um, manufacturing a, a dishonest enthusiasm about a remake a a subpar remake of a game I already considered one of my least favorite in the franchise. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think we, we had a lot of positivity around Pokemon shuffle.
2: Yeah. I've never
1: played it. I would also say, right. I still go to Pokemon league regularly. I'm actually playing Pokemon right now. So it's not like I hate Pokemon.
0: (laughs) Oh, I do. Nah, it's fine. (laughs) I get real excited when plushes come out. It's just because there's not a game. We're not excited about doesn't mean we're I mean, if you want me to rave about the new Vulpix plush that they added to the Pokemon dot com, like I can. I don't know how much there is to say about it. Besides, it looks awesome. <laughs> Vulpix. Pretty cool Pokemon, I think.
2: A um, couple think more here. Alone on that. Vulpix is boring.
0: Ah, dude, it has tails. It's
2: cute. It's yeah. cute. And you brush it and it makes it's it It's a happy. fox.
0: How can you Come not on. like foxes?
1: Oh, don't remind me of Halloween.
0: Uh, Will should be on every episode. Get that Australian guy on the show again. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing. More Who's longer episodes. Australian guy. Uh, that might have been Sean. Sean. Yeah. Okay. I love this show. I'll review you soon in iTunes. I'm holding you to that anonymous. Uh, I think the show is great. I know it's hard to keep topic but during downtimes between games, but I love to hear more about your gameplay. Uh, really enjoy SBJ, Travis and Will. I kind of remember Kenny, but I don't remember the rest of the older hosts. Really enjoy the video game talking news. Can't afford the Patreon, but I did back you on Kickstarter. Uh, whoever you are, anonymous, more than enough. Appreciate appreciate that you're just listening to the show. Yeah, who are uh, we've had Saul on pretty recently. Mm-hmm. I don't think Aaron's made an appearance since episode 100. Um, I did actually talk to Justin a couple weeks ago and asked if he was willing to come back, and he said yes. And I th- think the main reason. David hasn't been on is because he was kind of in a situation where Travis was where he wasn't in a good recording space at some time. I mean, Travis hmm. had the option of finding an empty classroom, but I don't think David huh. does.
1: Yeah, David. David's still in school. Yeah, And that's the same with Justin, right? Justin's in college and halfway around the world, so all the scheduling constraints that come with college and the fact that he's about like 11 hours or 12 hours ahead of us
2: Makes I'm not, so. not going to wake
0: up to record a <laughs> podcast. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Bring Pokemon item of the week back. More Wo- yokai Watch. Nope.
1: Nope. Yokai uh, Watch ban.
0: Out of your control, but some one-off guests have bad audio. I think we just talked about that. Mm-hmm. Less Destiny talk, more Destiny's Child.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I like this person.
1: <laughs> Destiny's Child is awful.
2: But it's a good goof. Yeah, I don't like I Destiny's Child I mean they have,
0: they have one good song. They have Survivor.
1: That's not even a good song. Oh, it's so good. It is not. Uh, Ew.
0: <laughs> More Togepi Lover reviews. Uh, greater focus on Pokemon mechanics. I don't mind when there isn't news because there's always something you'll find to talk about. I think perhaps spending a few minutes a week or a period explaining things like Ivy's Eevees, Bilissi Bases, Horde Training... Uh stuff like that.
1: Well that's funny because I was just doing horde training and blissey bases while we've been conversing. So there you go. You got your content for the week.
0: Yeah. Huh. Uh would more would enjoy more movie commentary episodes. The Deoxys one was really fun. I think I did that one with Vinny. That might have been the yeah. only time Vinny was on. That was good. We did that live through Block Talk Radio. That was really cool. Um where you guys were supposed to watch the movie with us. Sometimes find a way to less be to be less monotone. Just kidding. I don't really know what to write here. Welcome to the Pokemon
2: Monkeys. My name is SVJ
0: and Evan. <laughs>
1: well, I mean, I don't think that Travis and I are the monotone ones. Our voices are
0: quite melodic. That's true.
1: That's I believe true. it's Steven who has the problem.
0: Unfortunately, that's, that seems to be the case. <laughs> so,
1: Steve, why don't you sing us some Destiny's Rit. Child?
0: I'm a survivor. I'm not going to give up.
1: Wow. That is so bad. You is that how it goes? That song worse. I don't know. I, think I don't listen to that garbage. I listen to all the hipster <laughs> bands, man. Uh, I, all I, our listeners I think the person who like, just
2: said that we're not the that they like us because we're not pretentious, has just turned it off at the point where Will said, I don't listen to Destiny's Child. I, I don't
1: listen to listen, hipster music. I don't listen oh to God. Beyonce Knowles. I listen to Solange Knowles. Okay? I don't know Thank who you. that is. It's um, her sister who sings all the hipster songs. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh.
0: Uh, our listeners are probably so angry that we haven't talked about the Pokemon Red and Blue coming to the eShop.
2: What? <laughs> Like like Pokemon you said, you have, you, have to put to put a, you have to put a disclaimer at the beginning of the show that just says that, or just make this segment last.
0: Nah, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to do it just because I want to see what the listening count is prior and if people make it through. But if you have made it this far, I'm going to talk about some Pokemon news regarding the Nintendo Direct. But before we do that, we're going to take a quick break so we don't lose this audio file. And we'll be back, and it'll be all Pokemon all the time. Keep on listening. are back from our break finally to talk about some pokemon news uh first bit of news here zorark is available in american omega ruby and alpha sapphire through the nintendo network we talked about this i believe a little bit last week but uh just a reminder that zorark is available only for auras uh using the nintendo network you want to go to the mystery gift option zorark is level 50 in an ultra ball no held item has a classic ribbon? Uh, what's that for, Will? For the? Uh,
1: it's just a ribbon. Nothing? Yeah, it does, most... doesn't do anything.
2: Oh. Okay. I think most of the um, event Pokemon come with a like an event only ribbon to say, "Hey, you got this from the event." Okay, so it's not like Here, event how, ribbon. It's here's what it's
1: ribbon. for. It's so that when somebody brings a hacked Pokemon, they can say, "Hmm, does it have the ribbon?" Oh, it doesn't have the ribbon. Obviously, it's a hack. Oh, because I see.
0: They it's, can't hack the ribbon.
2: They can, but who's going to pay attention to that?
0: Oh, uh, Okay, it's like something they miss.
2: Yeah, right. And and there's there there are ribbons that um that you can get in game, and then there are other ones like that that are event only that you can assign to Pokemon, and they have their it's it's it has nothing. You would think it has something to do with like contests and stuff, but it's just sort of like a cosmetic thing. You can say, like, oh my. Uh Torterra has seven different ribbons or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh
0: this Zorark knows Sludge Bomb, Dark Pulse, Sucker Punch, and Flamethrower. Sludge Bomb is a move that Zorark cannot normally learn. Its original trainer is Sly. And its trainer ID if you care is one one zero four five. It uh gender and nature are random, so you can get a girl or a guy. Um Zorark. So
1: my my recommendation, if you're soft resetting for this one, is to. Uh, oh, I was gonna say timid. Do you think timid?
2: What do you think? I, I've I've played this game for so long, and I've never been able to memorize the. Ugh, one that is that what is that? Is that positive think, special attack? Or no, positive speed, negative attack. Yeah,
1: I think that's what that is. Because, and I would also swap out the sucker punch for a nasty plot, because for me. Not for real competitive VGC play, but just for friendly battles. I love a nasty plot Zoroark. And then what makes this one special is the fact that he knows Sludge Bomb, which is uh, mm-hmm. a, a move that Zoroark will not move learn in a, any game. Um, right. And your usual Zoroark strategy is to have a poison type in the back of your party. So mm-hmm. that Zoroark comes out looking like a Poison type, and then people will try a Psychic type move against it, which should be super effective but has zero effect on Dark types. And then if you actually can use a Poison type move, it helps people to think even more that it's a Poison type.
2: Uh, yeah, I like the way you're thinking.
1: Deal-y. Uh A held item, you should use a Focus Sash.
0: Mm-hmm. There
1: you right? go. Because You get one nasty plot, it'll get hit if it's going to get hit something deadly, at least it'll survive. And that nasty plot will give it enough special attack power to like revenge kill something.
2: And real with fast. the timid nature, you'll probably be fast enough to outspeed on the second turn. Yeah,
1: Zorak is, is typically a fast Pokemon, so you want to get that special attack up too. And you'll be real doing real good,
0: real good. Real good Zurich. Uh Zorak will be available until November 20th. So as of this recording, you probably have three or four days left. If you're listening to this on Monday, uh, which should be on time this week.
1: Wait, Monday's like November 13th, so you have like seven days.
2: No, tomorrow's the 16th. What? It's it is November 15th today. Yeah. What? I thought
1: today was November 11th. Where not... am I? What time is this?
2: The only reason I know what day it is is because in five days, I'm going to go see Between the Buried and Me in Detroit. Anybody else? in the... Any listeners going to see Between the Buried and Me in Detroit on November 20th? Where are they Hit playing? me up. Is that a meme? No, Between the Buried and Me isn't a meme. They're just a really good, like, progressive death model band. Where are they playing? Oh, I don't remember the venue. It's It's not even, it's like basically a gymnasium from what (laughs) i remember
1: there's a there's a venue in detroit that i really love the magic stick it's like Mm. like a pool hall but they have a stage in the pool hall Um, and it's above like a bowling alley which is i think it's called lucky strike or something but Mm. um i would definitely recommend if you can go to the magic stick
0: go cool magic stick uh, what else is in five days? Is Pokemon Super Mystery Dungeon is almost here. I'm
2: pumped about that too. I'm on the on the the night after seeing BT Bam. I'm gonna pick up some Pokemon Mystery Pokemon. Sorry, Pokemon S- Super Mystery Dungeon and enjoy the heck out of it because I love Mystery <laughs> Dungeon and I'm just going to pretend that Gates to Infinity doesn't exist and just just love Super Mystery Dungeon.
0: So uh, you probably won't have. I don't know if uh, Will's picking it up. I don't plan on picking it up. Um,
1: No, I got too many other games to play right now to play a game that I'm not that into.
0: Yeah, I'm in the same way. I'm working through some stuff. So hopefully, Travis will have a good playthrough and we can get impressions on that. Not sure if there's much to say. They haven't really been talking
2: about it. We know. uh, I mean, it's funny because the game is, if I'm correct, is already out in Japan. Yes. Correct. And yet, I have not heard a lot. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> which is weird i mean maybe it's not weird but it seems weird yeah um like uh, famitsu reviewed it or whatever and they gave it straight nines i think
0: no that doesn't
2: doesn't really mean much but
0: right yeah the pokemon mystery dungeon was one of the three pokemon related topics in the nintendo direct i asked I had a lot of surveys went out i asked if you guys thought that Pokemon Z would be announced. I think uh, over 60% said no. Of course, that did not happen. And I think I then asked if you guys enjoyed the Nintendo Direct, and it was about 60% said you guys did enjoy the Nintendo Direct. So some expectations were set or not set there, but uh, besides Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, there was two other Pokemon-related announcements, which was more than I expected. I didn't think they'd go too deep into Pokemon, but uh, they seemed to be setting... Pokemon up for another big year in my opinion. Actually there was four Pokemon announcements. There was the I didn't even include this in my news I just thought of it now. There was the um, what was it called? Dark Mewtwo? Evil Mewtwo? Uh, it was like Shadow Mewtwo. Shadow Mewtwo. <laughs> Shadow Mewtwo. Uh, they for showed a little bit of Pokken tournament, Pokken tournament with Shadow Mewtwo. Um, they showed that the only way to get Shadow Mewtwo is either to play the game to unlock him or to scan in an amiibo card uh, with Shadow Mewtwo on it and what will unlock him in the game. Um, this goes with my theory that every Pokemon is going to have a amiibo card mm. uh, because this will be the first one, and I'm not every sure why. Every
2: Pokemon? 720 of them?
0: Yeah, that's how they 20. get the trading. Oh my. They already started with Animal Crossing. And by the way, I bought a pack of the Animal Crossing amiibo cards you only get six cards and it's
2: six dollars. A dollar per card. Th- that is ridiculous. Yeah. But think of all of the fun you can get out of just one amiibo card. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> and that's priceless.
1: Uh, Actually thinking about it, with most like um Pokemon TCG packs, you pay four dollars for fifty for a pack and there's only at most two usable cards in there. So <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Those are like two dollars per card.
0: That's that's very true. Um yeah, so I'm a, I'm a, my assumption is we're gonna see Pokemon amiibo cards next year. So this Nintendo Direct in 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 my view uh is gonna set Pokemon up for a very strong quarter one of 2016. And we're getting Mystery Dungeon in five days. Uh, I've, for them to announce Pokemon Z would kind of be killing off the the lackluster hype they've been building for Super Mystery Dungeon. They showed some Pokemon tournament. They did announce Spring for Wii U. So very good that a Pokemon game is coming out on Wii U. They're doing the first Amiibo card, which is Shadow Mewtwo. Um, and then the other two things they announced. We'll start with Pokemon Picross first. Uh, that was uh the expected new free-to-play game Mm -hmm. (laughs) that we got uh if you don't know what picross is you can turn puzzles into portraits i can read a little bit about here to solve a puzzle look at the hints of the numbers above each column and next to each row these will help you identify the numbers of squares that will be filled in deduce where the squares are and fill them in to reveal a pokemon portrait there are over 300 puzzles for you to clear, plus an advanced mode. Daily training will also help players improve their skills thanks to the large number of puzzles. Many Pokemon appear in this game. In addition, many well, many Pokemon, I would assume there are 300 Pokemon that appear, since there are 300 puzzles. Um, in addition to the familiar Pokemon and all new Mega Evolved Pokemon that have appeared throughout Ruby, Alpha, and Sapphire, they show up to help challenge you in the game. Be sure to keep an eye out for legendary and mythical Pokemon. Interesting that they separated the two of those, but fair enough. Uh, try to solve as many Pokemon and puzzle. Try to solve as many puzzles and collect many Pokemon. Pictrites. Pictrites are rare stones with magical powers. You can obtain them in various ways during your gameplay, such as clearing a puzzle with a pictrite. You can access more and more areas. You will also help the Pokemon recover their skills by using pictrites. Pictrites may also be purchased with real money. In the Nintendo eShop, look forward to Pokémon Picross arriving in Nintendo eShops early December 2015.
2: Picross is fun, so Pokémon one should be cool. It's if you're into puzzle games, I I like Picross. If you're
1: you're into uh, logic puzzles, definitely.
2: Yeah, sorry. Yeah, the only
0: thing that could have been better is a Pokémon Sudoku.
1: That's basically. Uh, It's pretty close.
0: Is it? I have. I've never played Picross. I mean, I was excited because I do like logic puzzles, but I'm a big Sudoku fan.
2: Are you so, really? Yeah,
0: dude. Brain Age with Sudoku? Oh, I loved it. <laughs> wow. You have Big
2: Brain Academy, too? Yeah, yeah. I like
0: Big Brain Academy. Yeah. Sudoku, though. I don't know. There's something about Sudoku I really, really like. Maybe because it makes you feel good when you solve it, I think. Mm-hmm. But I can never solve them. <laughs>
2: uh, if I remember right, and I probably do not, the way Picross works is that, like, on a row and, and the columns as well. But on a, on a given row or column, there will be a group of numbers on the side of it. So it'll, it'll say, like, 1, 2, 2 or something. If I remember right, that would mean that in that row, there's... So for the 1, 2, 2, there's one square that's on its own for the 1. And then there's two groups of 2 for the 2, 2. And then you you deduce from the other rows and columns where those groups have to be, given the information you have. So it's a similar, it's not, it's like Sudoku in that it's a grid-based puzzle uh, wherein you glean information from the other clues available to you. Through the process of elimination, you figure out where things have to be.
0: I'm down for this, this sounds good.
2: And then when, when you're done, you make a little Pokemon face.
0: I wonder if there's gonna be like not like a an easiness where like it's like oh I know this is a snorlax. So Oh. Uh or if they're so pixelated that it's kinda hard until that's
2: generally it with Picross in that in that like until you're close to the end, you can't tell if you're like drawing the foot or the you know, to <laughs> continue the Pokemon analogy. You can't like tell which part of the face is which, but and even in the other ones where it's just a picture it's not always clear till near the end where what the edges you're drawing are
0: okay so yeah i don't think anyone was uh down on pokemon picross being announced it is interesting that this is that pokemon is the like free to play powerhouse that yeah kind of shows up in the nintendo directs
1: well Uh, i noticed that they've changed the way that they call it they now call it free to start
0: free to start free to play oh i see yeah
1: free to start
0: i'm assuming that pokemon will continue being the free to play engine because i'm sure they had amazing success with shuffle yeah and i don't know how well rumble did but i mean i don't i don't know if anyone had a high expectations of rumble i mean it is what it is you just go through and press a as fast as you can
1: uh, I play no because there's some B moves as well.
0: Um, <laughs> My mistake. It,
1: it, it's actually for me. It's harder than I was expecting. It's it's getting really hard for me to catch new Pokemon in Rumble. So, but I still play it every day. Awesome. I tried to get a Kangaskhan this morning. Failed. Man,
0: if there was like fast fast switching in 3DS where I could switch between like Pokemon Shuffle and something else, that'd be real, real sweet. Um. All right, the big announcement here. What you guys suffered 55 minutes still here. Is Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow are coming to the Nintendo 3DS Virtual Console. They will be released on the original date that Red and Blue debuted. I'm not sure if that's the Japan Japan debut date or the American debut date. But uh, February 27th of 2016. So we're getting Mystery Dungeon this month. We're getting Pokemon across next month. We're getting Pokemon Tournament sometime in the first uh, three months of 2016. I'm assuming March. We're getting Red, Blue, and Yellow Virtual Console February 27th here. What do you guys think of this announcement?
1: I'm very happy with it. And I've been playing Pokemon Yellow on my uh, Game Boy Color to um, get a good team together so I can just trade right at the beginning of playing like Pokemon Red on my 3DS and have a really good team to start with. I... You're supposed to say that's not how it works. Well,
0: <laughs> Travis, what were you gonna say?
2: I think it's a it's a good move, in the sense that, um, I mean, maybe I'm I'm getting a, a maybe I'm having a poor, um, I'm not, a not very diverse group of people. Given that I still work at a university and I've been going to college for the last. For the four years before that. And so everyone I talk to is a nostalgic college student um, who's constantly playing Pokemon Red on their iPhone on some like cracked app or whatever. Um, It seems like there's a clear demand for it. Um.
1: That is one of the critiques that I heard that made me so angry. Somebody was like, well, why are they just releasing Red and Blue? I I can always just play that on my iPhone. Well, you know what? Will Anderson does not steal other people's intellectual property. So Uh. I don't play Red and Blue (laughs) illegally on my iPhone, uh, iPhone. And you know what? Actually... The whole process of installing one of those ROM players and then downloading ROMs and trans... That is so complicated. That's too much work. I want something I can just put on my 3DS, which is the game system I have with me just as much as my phone, and I'm going to play it. Critique number one from Will Anderson of your (laughs) poor, poor arguments.
0: Let me be the negative person here.
1: I'm going to disagree with everything you have to say, so go for it.
0: So I'm not sure who this market applies to. Like... I get that Pokemon Red, Blue, Yellow, they're they're games that should be in the archive of Virtual Console. I understand that. Just like Super Mario Land. But as somebody who loves Pokemon, like I've bought a 3DS, I've bought the new Pokemon games, I've played the new Pokemon games. Debatable for Auras, but I've I've played it. The people who like they've only played red and blue. They love Red and Blue. They're not going to go out and get a 3DS to play Red and Blue. They're going to go into their parents' basement. They're going to find their Game Boy. They're going to put four AAA batteries in it. And they're going to play it for four or five hours. And they're going to be satisfied. And they're not going to think about Pokemon for another two years.
2: No, no, no. Because there's no way that they think that this is a system seller. I don't think Uh -uh. that that's part of it at all. I think it's... I already have a three d s because I really love super Smash Bros and I love animal crossing um it's probably marketed to people who um well so so the people- so people like us are very likely to get it I probably won't because I still have a copy of uh I still have a copy of red and a working original brick game boy and I don't mind. And I don't even play portable games on the go that often. Usually when I'm playing a portable game, I'm just sitting in my apartment anyway. So so I'm sort of an odd case, but I think for a lot of people, like you said, of going in their parents' basement, plugging in the batteries and turning it on, I think a lot of people would like not having to do that and having it on the system that they're carrying around with them all the time, like Will just said that he does. Um, so being able to have it in the eShop means you can you can be playing pokemon blue on the same system that you're playing i don't know what are the kids like these days in the 3ds yokai watch <laughs> playing yokai watch and pokemon red on the same on the same system and so for those of us who are really into pokemon it makes these games that we have a strong connection to more accessible my, my follow-up for, question uh,
0: yeah is why do you want to play red and blue? Oh, what? I don't.
2: I'm I'm not gonna I'm not going to get these. <laughs> I, 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 guess, don't. I
0: guess it's that's that's positioned well, towards our audience.
1: <laughs> Look at every other game that's on the virtual console and why do people want to play those? I mean I literally loaned one of my extra three DSs and I know that sounds really um what was our criticism pretentious uh, and crude pretentious that i have multiple <laughs> it's not 3DS's actually a criticism cuz they said that we were at my house now. i have two
0: 3ds it's not weird
1: i loaned one to one of my coworkers because he wanted to play uh like 3d ocarina of time which that's now a 5 6 year old game um and he was just like so hyped to play, because I also had all the old Zelda games on it that I've downloaded for Virtual Console, and he's like, oh, I want to play these old Zelda games I haven't played in a long time. You know, people like us who play video games all the time, we're like, ugh, why would you play Zelda 2, the side-scroller version? But people <laughs> who don't play video games all the time, they're like, yeah, I remember playing that 15, 20 years ago, and I'm really hyped to go in and just play it again.
0: Yeah, so and it I, I get that, to but, that kind of people. but that situation, again, like, you lent your friend a three D S, he played the classic games, but like that at the end of the day it doesn't sell any copies of the games, it doesn't sell the system.
2: No, I, I don't, think there's but a I lot don't of think they need to sell the have... system to make a very good profit off of this. They've already sold a lot of three dss and the fact that the game's going to be cheap and readily available.
1: Like I also think there's a lot of people out there that have three dss that just don't use them because there's a lot of spoiled kids in this country. Yeah.
2: Huh. Oh and two uh, DSs. And... <laughs>
0: As Ugh. like a as a hardcore Pokemon fan, and maybe our listeners can relate to this. A lot of a lot of them who do competitive battling don't even use Pokemon as a platform to do that. They use uh Pokemon Showdown or whatever yeah. because they realize the time sink in an actual Pokemon game. So for them, why would they go back to a generation that is so broken?
2: Well, there there's there's I don't think that competitive Pokemon players is the specific target audience of right. this. I think they just recognize that they're likely to get active Pokemon fans just by nature of we're releasing kind but, of but a Pokemon that, that, game and people who are more casually into it who are not going to drop the full, full real retail price of whatever new Pokemon game they're going to get. And maybe they get into it enough that then they say, maybe I'll pick up Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire because I got this. Pokemon Blue game that I had when I was a kid.
0: But that, that's what I'm trying to break down here is we're we're eliminating so many parts of the audience. We're getting rid of competitive people. We're getting which rid- is tiny in
2: in <laughs> in, the, in the scope of the people who play Pokemon. The competitive scene is is minuscule.
0: We're getting rid of the people who are literally Gen one 1-ers that won't actually buy a 3DS to play it because they have a Game Boy sitting around. Well, or
2: they, they maybe they, there's. They-
1: I was gonna say maybe there's a huge number of people out there that we don't know because we actually know good people who have been saying, "Well, I'm not gonna play any Pokemon game other. You'd all know, buy a 3ds when they get Red and Blue on the 3ds. And now it's like now those people are gonna do it because they've been t- saying that for ten years. Maybe, uh, and it's
2: very likely that a lot of those people have 3ds's for other purposes. Do you know how many people play Smash Bros that are also Gen Ones? Right? <laughs> like, uh, like people who are going to who have a 3ds for other games. Are, who are not who are not so into Pokemon that they're going to get every new release, but have a strong connection to Gen One. I, that's I think true. That's enough people to make a decent profit on this. And I mean, it's it's such a low investment on on their part to do this, right? Like they just need to add the functionality to trade wirelessly, and then which I think is a bigger deal than people for sure be a hit.
0: I think that's a, a huge coding undertaking that people are overlooking. But I'll get to maybe, that in a second. Maybe. You're not going to get people who are like hardcore cl- complete my Pokedex because there's no trading up into games.
2: Yeah, that's unfortunate. There's no Pokemon. No, I, I am no.
1: perfectly fine with that.
0: No, see, I- I'm not. And we, we can talk about this now is the complication that it is to force a trade between two 3DSs on a virtual console game is not like this was the easy thing that we did. Otherwise, the entire game remains untouched which means the missing no glitch is there, which is fine. I think it should be there. But like, why would you not add Pokemon bank? Like these games are like the, the, the most frustrating thing to the, about this to me is uh, Masuda was, went on record multiple times saying how disappointed he was that gen one and gen two could not trade upwards. Mm -hmm. And they finally figured out a system they wanted Pokemon Bank years ago. They finally figured out Pokemon Bank, and then they're gonna go two steps back and release an old game, and untouched. Not have for it. Yeah, but they're going to touch this part of the game, which is probably irrelevant. Like, okay, I'll download Red because I I want to play like two minutes of it. I want to give Nintendo ten dollars. Who am I trading with? Me. What am I trading for? Like, if if Pokemon
1: you, you can't get in the game. Yeah, but like
0: point? you
2: gotta get you gotta get uh,
0: Magmar. I want to like complete my Pokedex. Like they didn't say anything about battling. I doubt battling is there. So now I cannot. Oh, battle. you don't think
2: so? I don't think so. Oh, they specific- I'm sure it's there. No. I'm they sure it's there. They specifically
0: said trading, and that is it. Like look at the, all the press releases. Not rewatch it. They did not say battling. They only said trading. So. They went and added one specific feature. If they were to add any specific feature, it would add Pokemon Bank and everyone's like, Well no, that's too complicated because there was there was only attack. There wasn't physical attack, there wasn't special attack, there wasn't like natures at that. End. That doesn't matter. Like they have It r- does matter. It doesn't. Like just and, randomly no, assign that, when you move up. No, no.
1: Besides that, not only was the whole structure of Speed, attack, defense, HP, different in Generation 1. There were no abilities, right? It doesn't matter. Were just assi- even, just yeah, of randomly assign it, them. You, no, once you do that... It, and then you had stats It's like it's a, it's a, it's a Francomon. Right, like well, like once you do that, it doesn't monster. matter,
0: but you're playing a game that doesn't but matter anyways. It, you're only so, playing it for nostalgic so, value. If I'm going to put...
1: Uh, yes, exactly. If I mean, I'm going to Steve- put... You don't go and look at the Mona Lisa and walk up and say, Well, geez, if they could just use Photoshop, they sure as hell could get higher resolution on this painting. <laughs> no, you you look at it preserved for what it was. It's 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 a gallery piece where you enjoy it because of the time that it
2: came out and so you understand
1: necess-
2: what? I don't necessarily you go, you're with, disagree with me? I don't, don't fight. necessarily agree with what I'm gonna say, but just to see what your answer is, if if that's the reason for it to have it as sort of be this like crystallized moment in time why are you getting it on a 3DS and why are you adding trading to
0: it
1: cuz that's the system that i have that i can play with and because trading is essential to the pokemon games so is
0: battling or,
1: no if you want to play you know these games with all like natures abilities and the all the whole different structure for all of the stats and everything get yourself a copy of fire red or leaf green and
0: play that right which they could have ported those over instead
1: but these are the classic originals. It's the twentieth anniversary. You take out this this old thing and you say, Well, look, you know, this is the, what you had fun with, untouched. This is a cherry nineteen fifty four Dodge Dart, <laughs> right? It does have- dart doesn't have an onboard computer doing you know no you are going to get three miles to the gallon off this thing but look at what a beautiful car it is and enjoy it for what it is i mean Don't your try point make something other than what it is
0: your point is valid I'm i know i
1: made it my name is william r anderson <laughs>
0: but to say that stands for reason to you to (laughs) say that like oh they added trading because trading was so important to the game um i do not think that holds more merit than battling with your friends are is more important like they both to me are equally important and they clearly picked one over the other
1: the whole core of the game was that the red version had a certain number of Pokémon and it had was missing some of the Pokémon. The blue version had a certain number and was missing some of the Pokémon because you had to trade between red and blue to get a complete Pokedex. And the game is the the slogan is you got to catch them all. It's not you got to beat them all up. So I would be surprised even friendship.
2: even though they're saying just trading in the press releases. I would still be surprised if they don't include battling because there's no way that it's that exchanging the information of one Pokemon from one game to the other is a very different transaction than exchanging the information of one one turn's input in a battle. I I would I would be surprised if that capability weren't there too, and and it is disappointing that Pokemon Bank probably will not have functionality. But as as we'll mention, not only are the not only are the stats not only were were stats added in the form of special attack and so many things changed in the form of abilities, but if the point of Pokemon Bank is to have the same Pokemon from all these generations so that, you know, you can pass on your same red Gyarados to your grandkid or whatever is the grand vision of of Pokemon Bank, then you're not going to get that if you included Pokemon Bank here because um uh, not only were abilities not a thing and special attack not a thing, but, a special attack and special defense, rather, um, but at the point of Gen 1, you didn't even have the same system for generating stats as you do now. So instead of IVs and EVs, you had uh, something called stat EXP, which is basically what EVs are now, um, but with a totally different way to calculate that. So I'm guessing there wouldn't be an easy one-to-one translation between the IV EV system we have now, and the stat XP system we had then, so you're not really even trading up the same Pokemon. So it doesn't have that uh, the the purpose of Pokemon Bank of of keeping this this same Pokemon and passing that one on to the new generations. Like Will said, it's like a Franken Pokemon, and at that point, it kind of ruins the point of Pokemon Bank. Although it is still disappointing to me that they don't include it, but I can see why it's it, it's not as terrible as if they you know released a new game and Pokémon Bank were included because at least the new game is consistent with the old things.
0: Yeah. And like I can I can see why they 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 didn't include it, but don't give me the argument of oh it's really complicated and they probably wouldn't be able to do it like no, if they took the time to add trading wirelessly.
2: Yeah, like, I mean they totally they totally could do it. I'm not saying that they are incapable of doing it i'm just saying that the the way that they would the, the compromise that they would come to would ruin the point of pokemon bank right because if pokemon bank's purpose is to have the same pokemon available across generations then that's not what you're doing here because you're sort of making a new pokemon from scratch just from not from scratch but from the template of a gen 1 pokemon and sort of inserting randomness and making an a uh, gen 3 and onward yeah. yeah, Gen 3 and Onward Pokemon, um, which is not going to be the same thing.
1: Well, and, and even if you could upload them to Pokemon Bank unchanged, you could then never download them into anything else. Mm-hmm. Right? Because they're just completely different creatures than what we work with now.
2: The past just... is a foreign country, Steve.
0: <laughs> My assumption is that the missing no thing would add, I actually add a lot of complication to Pokemon Bank as well. How There's prevent- a lot of
2: oddities in, in Gen 1 that come from That game being poorly built. <laughs> yeah. Hey, they I mean, did the
1: best they could with what the tools that they had at the yeah, time. I think, it,
2: I think it's beautifully poorly built in the same way that like well you, you used that car analogy before, in the same way that like a car with like duct tape on its engine is beautiful, right? Like Gen 1 is built on band aids and bodges to use. I think that's like a um an English slang, meaning sort of like a makeshift fix um you know all of these little fixes that gen one has that create these sort of oddities like missing now is sort of beautiful in its own way even though it still is poorly built it's poorly built in a in a uh admirably utilitarian way so well
0: you sound like you're gonna get these oh absolutely and play them absolutely
1: yeah i only Hmm. played pokemon yellow which is already a perversion of the original pure gold i want that that huh. one experience that everybody else had of red and blue.
2: Yeah.
0: I don't know. I just can't I can't be happy with these uh because I don't want to I, d- I don't want to sink time into any Pokemon game and not have my Pokemon carry over and that's
1: which is something that only became available in what 2013.
0: Yep. So well, it's mean, been it's it's now I mean, been available I was,
1: for a year and a half, and it's now you can't live without it. That's
0: hmm. not that's not necessarily true. Ever since uh, Le- Fire Red and Leaf Green, I can carry over my Pokemon in any generation. I just go from game to game.
1: Do you really do that?
0: Yeah. Now there's just an Steven. easy. I literally did that. I have like five Pokemon from Fire Red and Leaf Green that I don't use. They just sit in my box, and I
2: like I like. Oh, that but they're not there. all of the Pokemon that. you No, have. no, not all of them. I mean, I can I can attest that my Soul Silver, which is a game I other than X and Y spent the most time on, like, I spent a lot of time on Soul Silver. That thing is is bone dry at this point with how many po- like transfers I did up to Black and White, and then I mean, I think I think White still has a lot of Pokemon on it, but even that most of them have been transferred into Gen Six, so.
0: I lost my train of thought. My other, my like, the other reason I'm not happy or satisfied with this news is I'd rather just see another remake of these games. No, no, thanks. We've remade that
2: enough times. Once is what well, two two making Red and Blue two times is enough for me. I
0: mean, I think it's I think it's a crutch that they're always 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 going to lean on and always plan to lean on is the revisiting of these old regions. With the recycling of these 700 and some Pokemon.
2: Right. But I would rather. I I think this is a. I think this is a healthier way. For Nintendo to make money. On the nostalgia of it's fan base. Than is something like something else. From the Nintendo Direct. Which was this. Uh, and maybe this is just because I hate Legend of Zelda. But um, the HD remake. Of Twilight Princess. Which is a game I couldn't stand. Um, but the fact that 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 eight quote-unquote hd remake still looks like an n64 game and <laughs> it was a Wii. like that footage looks awful there's that shot where like a sword is falling out of someone's hand that looks like out of alone in the dark this that is a bit PC. off
0: topic but i don't understand why that game got so much hype and popularity around it because I remember when that game came out, I bought it on day one, I beat it in like two weeks. There's nothing memorable about that game. Yeah. And the I reason and I is guess...
1: because they found a way to tie it into having you buy another amiibo. Oh yeah. Because whatever the Zelda Wii U that's coming out is going to be some sort of sequel to Twilight Princess. And thanks that's, Will, that's all you, it is.
2: Because you just saved my what was just going to turn into my tired ag- against Legend of Zelda to be what I was trying to say in the first place, which is that that's that's like the most gross cash cow thing in that Nintendo Direct, right? Like remake a game, a game, not even making new textures for or maybe they did make Remaking new a game that's not even that old. Right. And so like Nintendo fans and I mean, I I count too, I guess, uh, but like we are all gluttons for nostalgia and we will buy these remakes. And I and it's and I think it's a lot more humane to take advantage of us in the form of small ten dollar eShop games than it is by goading us to buy the same game we bought before for sixty dollars, right? Yeah, like
1: but also outside of the three of us, there are dudes and ladies out there with Triforce tattoos.
2: Yeah. So I'm not, I they mean,
1: will buy, buy anything Zelda, just like there's people <laughs> who will buy anything Pokemon.
0: Look, I love Zelda. I'm not trying to... Really? How up... many
1: times have you played Triforce Heroes?
0: Zero, because that you is... You
1: do not love Zelda. No. Like
0: I it. I know two very hardcore Zelda fans, and one got Triforce Heroes and probably hasn't played it since launch. The other one hasn't even picked it up, because Triforce Heroes is not, like... Whatever, no, it doesn't even... the reason that
1: dude hasn't played it is because his two friends who like uh, also kind of like Zelda won't play it with him, and you need three people. That's why he can't play it. <laughs> no, it's Tre- you.
0: Trevor, here... It, Traverse Heroes is dumb. Um, (laughs) Ocarina of Time is great. Majora's Mask is great. The Very First Zelda is great. Oracle of Season and Ages, or whatever those games are called, they're both great. I remember them. Link's Awakening, fantastic. There are a lot of good Zelda games.
2: Only three of those games are great, and two of them are the same game, because they're Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages.
0: Yeah, they're pretty much the same
2: game. I don't know why I played both, but I did.
0: Because you had to connect them, man. Get the bear and the kangaroo. There was another animal. I don't remember.
2: Uh, wasn't there an aquatic one?
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was like an alligator or like a penguin. Or, I'm way off. It's neither an alligator or a penguin. Game would have been better if it was. So they're remaking Skyward or not Skyward Sword. Skyward Sword would have probably been a better one because no one ever played it. Um, they're remaking a very mediocre...
2: Uh, wasn't that game like broken too? <laughs> Just like bugged out of its... Like, like Sonic Boom level of bugged out of its like own existence uh yeah it
0: it might have been i I, that was the only one i didn't play or maybe it was just
2: like clunky i can't remember what well
0: it had the wii controls which a lot of people didn't like um but uh i played through all of twilight princess i don't i remember running around as wolf i remember a giant portal at the end that's all i remember there's nothing that that game did uniquely there's nothing story-wise that that game did memorable um I don't know, I don't even think you use the wolf past the first five hours of the game, but they're selling you a wolf amiibo, which, if you're a big Twilight Princess
2: fan, I'm super sorry, that game's not good. But see, this is exactly why I'm saying that, that releasing Red and Blue on Virtual Console is a good move for them, because it gets, because if this is successful, then it's, and successful in a way that's more successful than what they're doing with the Legend of Zelda remakes, it's not going to be, but at least there's a chance, right? Then maybe they'll have a small team, you know, making the little conversions necessary, like, you know, in this case, adding wireless trading to Pokemon to make these games applicable to the virtual console. Just a small team doing that and can dedicate their the all of the resources they're spending in making these HD remakes on making new IPs like Splatoon, like everyone loved everyone English. or at least just new games. Yeah. The other problem is the amiibo problem,
0: which I think is becoming a bigger issue. So if you're,
2: I can't remember. Are you still buying those, Steve? Uh, I, I buy
0: like one or two, depending on if I really liked it. Like I bought the captain Olimar cause I really like Pikmin. Mm-hmm. Um, Almost all my amiibos, besides the initial like six I bought, are still in the box. I don't, mm-hmm. they, they don't do anything. Yeah. I don't need them to level up in Smash Brothers. I don't care. Yeah. You don't,
2: you don't play a lot of Smash Bros. So <laughs> am I right or am uh, You are right.
0: So if you're a hardcore amiibo collector, you're now spending $60 on an amiibo because that's the only way you can get the Wolf Link. Yeah. The problem extends to Animal Crossing mm-hmm. uh, Amiibo Festival, which is a, I don't know if it's out on eShop. I don't know if it's free, but if you look at all the press releases from E3, they said that Animal Crossing Amoeba Party is a free game. I don't know if that's changed. I haven't looked into it. But they then said during the Nintendo Direct that I don't remember if Digsby or Isabel will be sold separately at one point.
2: Digsby. It's like uh, Diggersby and Digby mixed Dig- together.
0: <laughs> Digby will be sold at one point, which means whatever i think it's isabel which won't be sold separately is literally uh, you, can get,
2: you can get isabel separately but not digby which is which struck me as strange because okay. no one likes digby so and everyone who's not even played animal crossing had like a brief uh cult-like reaction to the character of isabel
0: oh yeah so isabel will be what 12.99 a just goomy, like, oh,
2: old meme level
0: attachment attachment to isabel uh Isabel will be twelve ninety nine on its own, which means you're in reality paying forty five dollars for Digby, because there's no other way to get Digby, and technically that game should be free, because that's mm-hmm. what they stated. So you're paying forty five dollars for one amiibo because you cannot get it anywhere else. Mm-hmm. That is disgusting.
2: Yeah, I'm. I am. I'm not of the opinion that amiibos are anything other than. Um, Pieces of plastic capitalism. garbage that you put capitalism on your shelf, as, as at its worst. <laughs> well, there's a lot of worse things capitalism does, but <laughs> I'm not going to say that the capitalism's greatest sin is creating the amiibo. But it's certainly a symptom of a larger. <laughs> I problem.
0: mean, I mean, it's been a year now, and they don't do anything still. Like what they do in Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival is like you need an amiibo to actually play the game. So I I have Animal Crossing. Amiibo festival. Okay. I pre-ordered it months ago. It showed up. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot to uh, cancel this. I can, <laughs> play, I can only play two players because I only have two Animal Crossing Amiibos. So if somebody mm. else comes over, I have to spend another twelve ninety nine to make sure that they can play. But wait, yes. the cards don't. The cards do not work. The cards work for what? a different game mode. They don't work for the main game mode. You need really? a physical amiibo. Yep. Mm, I didn't like, know that. That's wow. why the game was supposed to be free because people are like, "Why am I spending sixty dollars?" And then you're telling me you have to spend another twenty four dollars to get two more amiibos to play this game. And they were like, "No, no, no. The game is free. You just need four amiibos, which equates to, you know." A full
1: game. Well, now it's kind of like a car. <laughs> Just go back to the car yeah, analogy, it's right? Like a Dodge you, you spend thirty, forty thousand dollars on a car, but they are not giving you the gas for free, buddy. You got to right. buy well, that they, gas on your own. Well,
0: if the game is free and I have to buy four Amiibos, fine, totally. But how am I supposed to get? How am I supposed to get Digby? Why
1: do you need Digby? He's because like the I most relevant animal. Because I'm speaking as somebody ever. who
0: either one, well, it was Animal Crossing and the only thing I want to do is collect all the Animal Crossing amiibos. Or two, I for some reason love every amiibo and I need to spend all my hard earned cash on every single amiibo.
1: Well, then you've got other bigger issues <laughs> than the your home gaming entertainment.
2: Why are we talking about Animal Crossing I amiibo know. friends? I know, wow.
0: Because that Nintendo what? Direct I mean, overall was very disappointing.
1: I mean, I think it was quite well produced and enjoyable.
2: You got uh, you like- got Steamworld, World, Steam World, uh, 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 Side Scroller. Not Steam World, Dig, but the other one. You got SteamWorld. that. You got the game, that other indie game that looked like F Zero, but it wasn't F Zero. Yep. <laughs> you, got, you got Star Fox thing. People like Star Fox. I don't think. You got some new Splatoon levels. I know we're all clamoring for the new Splatoon levels. And that'll get me back like, in four more maps to too. Anyways, you got that nice bit where. uh. Bill Trin and they ate all of uh fils donuts. donuts.
0: <laughs> anyway, yeah, those that
2: can be a gem.
1: And I know they are in, like, uh, the Pacific Northwest. There's, like, voodoo donuts is only just, like, a few hours' drive away. They could have gotten some better-looking donuts than they used in that little bit. Oh,
0: those were pretty bad-looking donuts. Um, I'm but glad. I mean, that's
2: the point, right? Because Hung Gramps, the yokai... No, it's no. He's going to eat anything no, in front of him. No.
1: Reggie bought snacks because they had a lot of decisions to get through for that meeting. And are you going to tell me that <laughs> Reggie can't afford a better donut than something that looks like the 7-Eleven trash bin? Come <laughs> on. Come on. Even if I'm hosting a meal for my staff and I don't even like the people who work for me, I'll go for <laughs> Panera catering.
0: Virtual console. I think Pokemon Red, Yellow, and Blue should be in there. Without a doubt. I do not think they should have touched them at all. That is my opinion.
1: Okay, and you want my final opinion... This is just like Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. It's all those people who were clamoring,
0: I want a Gen 3 remake. I want a Gen
1: 3 remake. I want a Gen 3 remake. They get it. They shut up. They go away. All these people saying, why isn't Red and Blue in the virtual console? Why isn't Gen 1 in the virtual console? They'll get it. They'll shut up. They'll go away. We can move on with our lives and get some real Pokemon Z that's going to make everybody
2: happy. (laughs) I like this. I like like the way you're describing this as sort of like, it's like eating your vegetables. <laughs> Let me
0: tell you, the best you part... got do it if you
2: want to grow big and strong.
0: <laughs> the best part about the Nintendo Direct was hearing that Xenoblade Chronicles was coming out soon. That game looks good. Because, man, I can't wait to never hear about that game again. <laughs> I've been hearing about it in Nintendo Directs for two plus years now. I don't want to hear about it anymore. Um if you're in Japan you get a really cool uh Pokemon special edition code box with red, blue and yellow. It comes with uh it comes in a box, comes with a download card, it comes with a bunch of special edition stickers, it comes with a Kanto map and it comes with a Pokemon red uh cartridge shaped magnet. I'm not sure how much they sell for. I saw a yen title somewhere. It looks like these special each download card will be available for 1,111 yen, which I think comes to, what, 1099 in United States? Uh, each special download code uh, with the special box is about 1,400 yen. No details about the retail release outside of Japan has been announced. I doubt that we are getting so. Japan is also getting the green version on top of red, blue, and yellow. Oh, huh. So still breaking some news here for you guys.
1: I didn't know that. At all. Are we still in the news?
0: <laughs> it was a very sloppy <laughs> news segment.
1: <We>
0: <laughs> uh, let's take let's take one more quick break, and then we'll wrap up with Pokemon of the Week, and then we'll call it a show. We'll call it a show. And we are back for our final segment here. Pokemon of the week. Uh this week's Pokemon is the ta- ta- Travis wanted me to pick a Gen 1 Pokemon. Because of red, blue, and yellow.
2: I just Virgin. thought it was that's that's probably something you would never hear me say because I'm <laughs> such a big uh gen, like two, four, five, six person. Like everything but one and three person. You would <laughs> never hear Steve say that I asked for a Gen 1 Pokemon, except in this case where I thought it fit thematically.
0: Electrode is our Pokemon of the week. 101 evolves from Voltorb. Electro is a round Pokemon resembling a reverse-colored Pokeball with mouth and eyes. Its top half is white, its lower half is red. For many reasons, many trainers try to pick it up, mistaking it for an item. Uh, Many know it by the nickname Bomb Ball. Electrode tends to live in power plants where fresh electricity is being generated, which it consumes. As a result, it often causes blackouts. The more electric energy Electrode consumes, the faster it moves. Electrode explodes in response to even the smallest stimulation, simply to entertain itself, or because it has taken in too much electricity. When full of stored electricity, it has been known to drift with the wind. This is your biology about electrode here? Um, Travis is going to get a move set. Electrode can have the abilities soundproof, static, or aftermath. It is genderless, with a base stat total of 480. 140 being in speed, 50 being in attack, being its lowest.
2: All right. So the way, so nobody, nobody, nobody uses electrode. Let's, let's get that out on the (laughs) table first. And for the people who do, they're using it in that really, really silly, um, not game mode. That's not the right term. The really silly like tier that people made up for, which is PU which is just supposed to be a joke about how about like the worst of the worst it's the never used the pokemon that are already never used and then the like bottom percentage of that uh group of fully evolved pokemon so people use it in that and they like they'll use it to like uh set up like rain teams cuz it's so fast and it has rain dance but no that's not fun you know what's fun? Exploding in the faces of other Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so we're, we are going all out on this explosion gimmick. Move number one, explosion. Putting it right at the top, right where it needs to be, to remind you that the number one point of this move set is to explode and deal as much damage as possible. So you, So you know what needs to be done.
0: <laughs> no confusion.
2: Exactly, exactly. There, there are no moves on the set list that will not cause confusion on your opponent's Pokemon. Uh, we need some other moves because there's we don't really, but there are three other slots. so We'll <laughs> at least fill them with something. Um, so we're going to put Taunt on here. Uh, oh, by the way, it's probably useful to know that I'm recommending Focus Sash as the item. Uh, because Electrode is so fast with 140 speed, um, you can probably get two moves off if you fully invest in uh, speed and then attack to get that massive explosion going. Um, so, so not timid. Not timid nature.
0: <laughs> no timid Electrode's here.
2: Right. So what is that? It's, uh, I don't know, whatever the positive s- Aggressive. speed minus special attack one is. Um. So Your second move is gonna be taunt so you taunt the first turn so that if they expect you're gonna use explode and switch into like a tricky ghost Pokemon or something that Pokemon is at least taunted so you can, and ghost Pokemon tend to be so tricky already you can swap over to something and take care of it and then let electrode come in when he's when he's gonna do the real stuff so you get that <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna include Volt Switch? I know, I know. It's not Explosion. Why am I putting it here? But it's nice if you've got a target you know you want to explode, but your opponent doesn't have it out, and you just need to to save Electrode's Explosion for that one target. You can Volt Switch out, chip a little bit of damage, and you're not investing in Special Attack, don't get me wrong. You're just throwing it out there. I... I've been explaining this so slowly because I can't think of what to have as the last move. And I thought by this much time stalling that I'd be able to think of it. I mean, the first...
1: uh, rollout. Why not roll out? <laughs> terrible. Uh, but it turns um, you into a
0: little rock. What about Thunderwave?
2: Thunderwave's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thunderwave. It'll paralyze them. So they really <laughs> won't expect it when you explode. <laughs> does he get Thunderwave? I assume he does. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He does. The, well, the main I'm... point is you tackle? want to explode. Yeah, you're going to put Tackle on the fourth move. get loop. that stab on Tackle. Um, and Soundproof is a decent ability, because then there are some attacks in the game that don't affect you. Is it going to be good? No, but I mean, you picked <laughs> Electrode, so... Um,
0: I remember Electrode was very vital in Pokemon Stadium when you needed to take out Mewtwo, and you were mm-hmm. only using rental Pokemon. Electrode was, like, one of the few Pokemon that was actually faster than me, too. And I think it was the fastest Pokemon that knew Thunderwave. Mm.
1: And, and looking at Electrode, I have uh, once again found a Pokemon move that I had never heard of before. Um, Eerie Impulse.
2: What? Eerie yeah.
1: Impulse.
2: Yeah, it's an electric move. Electric-type
1: uh, move lowers the target's special attack by two stages, and no one yeah. has ever explained to me what a stage is.
2: Okay, I can do that. Nope! I guess I there
0: are there are five stages.
2: uh I think six, right? Because you can use Swords Dance three times to go up to that sixth stage. Oh, okay. so each one, ooh, it's either I think it. So yeah, so Here like a Swords Dance will bring you up two stages, so that will double your attack. So I think each stage is one point five times the the base that you start at, I believe. But I'll I'll. You can talk about electrode and and what I got some trivia about Media electrode here.
1: Let's go for some tri- trivia.
0: In red, blue, fire, red, and leaf green, players can obtain electrode as low as at a level as low as level th- three by catching a Pikachu in Viridian Forest, evolving it, and trading it to an old man at Cinnabar uh, on Cinnabar Island. I'm not sure how that works. Oh, I see. You just catch a Pikachu, evolve it. When you get to Cinnabar Island, you trade it. Okay. Not the beginning of the game. Electrode has a short song dedicated to it, sung by Suiskan. Who? Suiskan. Is that
1: two names or one name?
0: Uh, Suiskan was a Pokemon rap group made up of Inkuya, Kobe. Oh.
1: Suzuki-san?
0: Yeah.
1: There's a Z in there. I said that. No, you said Suisican. That's yeah. Z- Suzuki-san. Z- Z- like Z- the Z- motorcycle, Z- Suzuki. I know you're all Harley Davidson life up there, but
3: it's
1: <laughs> a brand of motorcycle, <laughs> and Suzuki-san would be like the Mr. Suzuki.
0: Uh, Electrode also has the highest base speed of all electric Pokemon.
1: Hmm. What other Pokemon look like Pokeballs?
0: Amongus. Besides
1: like Amoongus and Fungus? Voltorb. Voltorb and Electrode. Any other ones?
0: You that, that say, be, do you think Can you make a team
1: the... of Pokemon that only all look like Pokeballs?
0: Uh yeah, you would hope that would be in the trivia, but it is not. I don't right, got anything else, Travis. You got the stages up?
2: Yeah, so, um, I was kind of, well, yeah, I think I was right. Um, so at the base stage, you're obviously going to be dealing the base amount of damage that you would. Um, each stage, um, increases that amount of damage you're going to do by half, so at Stage one, say you use Dragon Dance, that increases your speed and your attack by one stage, meaning that their totals are now one and a half what your base was, so three halves of what your base was. At stage two, it's going to be twice, because four halves. Three, it's five halves. Four, it's six halves going on. Um, and the same way it... it, well, not in the same way does it decrease, because you go at negative one, it's two-thirds. Uh, at negative two, it's a half. Negative three, it's two fifths. So, like the 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 denominator keeps increasing by one, and then the numerator is is two on each. Welcome to I explain fractions.
1: <laughs> I'm still I'm still confused. I'm gonna have to find like a guide on what stages means because people in the Pokemon world use that term. They Throw it around all the time, but nobody actually understands really what
2: it means. If you use Swords Dance, your attack is multiplied by two. Now, you, you know what? It.
1: This is like a dictionary. You can't use a word in the definition for the word. And sta- Swords Dance is a whole thing about up- increasing stages and stuff. So, no. Try again.
2: <laughs> try again. Okay, try. I'll try again. So, a, a stage. Oh, belly drum. Oh. <laughs> a stage is a
1: is a thing that you dance on when you are a ballerina
2: it is a certain level at which your stat a given stat is modified at the beginning of a battle all of a Pokemon stages are going to be set at stage zero which means those stats are going to equal what they were You know what they are when you look up that Pokemon stats. That stage can be raised or lowered throughout the battle by a variety of moves and effects, which increases or decreases that stat accordingly.
1: Did I do it? Close enough. You've already bored me to death.
2: (laughs) Ha! You said try again.
1: And you failed, but that's fine.
0: Well, I think that's our show for you guys today. We ended on a boring note. Electrode.
2: And now Electrode is going to explode.
0: <laughs> Travis, where can our listeners find you?
2: Twitter.com slash VTravisW. Will, where can they find you?
1: Uh, Twitter.com slash Wash in the Sink. Uh, PlayStation thingy Wash in the Sink, but don't bug me because I'm playing Fallout 4 and that's not a talk to other people kind of game.
0: fair enough uh you can follow follow me on twitter it's at dragging a lake you can follow the podcast on twitter at pokemon podcast please leave us a review in itunes we got less than two months to get to 500 reviews i think we are 20 reviews away so please help us do that otherwise this has been an episode of the pokemon podcast super
1: Super vault dweller dwellers what's a dweller